Hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott with Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program. And today's topic is, are you being segmented? Now, first off, what do I mean by being segmented or segmentation? Um, you know, the connotation with the word alone basically means piecing off, right? Um, isolating different areas. That is essentially what segmenting means. Now, in the context of having low back issues and seeing a healthcare provider, many, many times we hear things like, uh, it's my posture. I also have a weak glute on one side, specifically my glute med, and my right knee caves in. My left foot pronates too much. I have a bad arch on my left foot. That's why I have low back pain. My, uh, my left psoas is too tight. That's why my uh, low back hurts. My right quad is bigger than my left. My right hamstring is weaker than my left. Um, I walk abnormally, my, my gait is off, uh, right? So that's the kind of idea of being segmented. Someone comes in with one problem, low back pain, and you turn it into 20 problems, 20 different problems that they are obsessing about. And what we're gonna talk about today is how that can be quite harmful for the individual, quite confusing for them, confusing for other providers that are trying to co-manage as well, and why that could be the thing that's holding you back from finding relief and from ultimately succeeding. So the reason why this is not helpful is because you're not looking at the big picture. We're not looking at it from a global perspective. So when someone has low back issues, yes, there could be many reasons why that is occurring. You know, could it be related to gait? Sure. Could it be related to some glute weakness? Yeah, sure. Could it be related to some, some hip flexor ties? Sure. I mean, those are things that could be involved with, you know, ultimately poor mechanics. But to blame those in isolation for low back issues can be dangerous because the last thing we want to do is make someone obsess about all these different isolated areas because now they're having to worry about all these different things. They're doing you know three different stretches for each area and now they're thinking, okay, my low back will not be fixed until my left glute meat is strong or until my right psoas feels loose or until my left arch is no longer collapsed. But what if they never get the sensation that those things are resolved. What if they always feel like the right hip flexor is tight? And then they're assuming, okay, if my right hip flexor still feels tight, my right psoas, right, always thrown under the bus, if that's still tight, then that means I have to still have low back pain. That means there's a problem. If my left arch is still kind of collapsed and it's not you know, maybe as strong looking as the right, then there has to still be a problem. I must still be in pain because these things are going on. When in all reality, if you just treated them globally, and let's say initially, you know, they could hardly bend forward to touch the toes, they got nerve symptoms down the leg, could hardly bend backwards, could hardly squat. Well, why don't we just do whatever movements are gonna make those feel better, right? Now each individual is different. We have to go through a proper assessment, and that's what I do with my online programming is we go through a proper assessment and figure out what is gonna help these individuals. But think about it, okay? You have difficulty squatting, your hips hurt a little bit, your low back hurts, okay. 
Let's find some simple movements to improve your range of motion, improve your hip mobility, and see if squatting feels better. After a few weeks, squatting feels better? Awesome, beautiful. There's no reason to make individuals obsess about these individual areas. It's going to make things very convoluted and overcomplicated, and it's not necessary. So here's a good analogy I want to bring to the table. Let's apply the same situation to someone who is trying to lose weight and is consulting with a registered dietitian. Okay, so someone comes in and wants to lose weight. Their lifestyle, big picture, right? Big picture, their lifestyle is they don't exercise and they eat too much. Simple as that. They're overweight, they don't exercise, and they eat too much. Now, just by telling that individual, the registered dietitian could say, okay, well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to start to get more active, we're going to start to exercise, and we're going to eat a little bit less, and we're going to focus on some healthier foods, of course. That's a given, healthier foods, of course. But we're just going to start moving more, we're going to start eating a little bit less, a little bit less junk. It doesn't mean you have to completely eliminate junk, right? We can fit these things into our diet. Now, this isn't a nutrition podcast, but um, for those of you who follow me know that I like to splurge once in a while as well on a, a couple pizzas and some cookies at one time, but that's neither here nor there. So you tell this person who's trying to lose weight, okay, well, we're not going to overcomplicate this. I want you to just add in additional movement breaks throughout your day. I want you to go to the gym this many times per week, and we're going to limit our diet to this amount per per day or per week or whatever. And guess what? They start to lose weight. Awesome. They're reaching their goal. Simple as that. Now, let's take that registered dietitian and let's use an example of them segmenting the individual. Now, once again, I'm not saying that some of these aspects might not be related to being even healthier. I'm not saying that, okay? But just listen up and you're going to get what I'm you're gonna get what I'm going here, okay? Let's say, you know, I'm overweight, I don't exercise and I eat too much. Registered dietitian, what should I do? And the first thing they wanna do is uh, supplement this vitamin and then that vitamin. And then, oh, well, you need to drink this exact amount of cold water in the morning. That's a trick that I've heard before, which is a joke. Cold, drink, you know, cold glass of water in the morning. It'll help you burn calories. That's total bogus. And we're gonna use a, a, a waist trainer. So we're gonna use a tight belt around your waist to get rid of some water around your, around your belly. And then we're gonna take this supplement and that supplement. And it's because this region and that region, you see what I mean? It's overcomplicating it. It's making them obsess about different things that are not the problem, right? Like, could they be involved? Could some of those be you know, supplementary? Sure, that's what these things are. Um, but it would be very confusing and it would make the individual focus on the wrong things. Poor complication. Now that that particular dietitian that's making it all complicated, they might be saying, well, I'm looking at all these specifics. They need all these specifics. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes these specifics can work against us. So we wanna look at the big picture. 
If you are being told that your low back pain is because of 20 different things and you are focused on managing 20 different things at one time, you know, your, your left hip flexor, your right shoulder, your posture, your foot, uh, your knee, your glute med, your, um, your adductor, right? Your hamstring, your quadratus femoris, your, your psoas, all these specific muscles. It's crazy. It's crazy. You gotta forget that noise because it's only going to make you obsess about the wrong areas. It's going to make you move the priority to areas that do not deserve the priority. And it's going to reduce the focus on the areas that are. So like that example, someone who has pain squatting, they want to get back in the gym. They want to squat without pain. All right, let's look at the mobility of the low back. Oh, okay. We see you have a very poor rotation restriction. All right. We're going to implement um, some rotational mobility drills. We're gonna work on stabilizing your core a little bit through some diaphragm uh, function, some diaphragm work, practicing belly breathing and bracing to make sure you're properly bracing during your squat. And then we're gonna go through some hip mobilization work. Okay, simple as that. Let's do this for a few weeks. Let's see what happens. Oh, you're squatting 50% pain-free now? Awesome. We're gonna keep progressing these movements. It is literally simple as that. That is the terminology that I use. I don't use specific muscle groups or specific things that we're focused on. Hey, we're focusing on hip mobility. We're gonna make your hips stronger. We're gonna make your hips move better. And let's do these movements to accomplish that, okay? Okay. We are not making these people obsess about things. We're teaching them useful tools that they can use to improve their bodies. But making someone obsess about these areas and segmenting them and isolating all these different regions is going to hurt them. It is not going to help them. So if you listening to this or watching this feel like you are being segmented and are just confused, you have all this advice, you're being told all these different things, you're confused. What do you do? What do you not do? How do you organize all this into a cohesive plan, right? I encourage you to find someone who is willing to organize this for you, who's willing to help you focus on what matters and someone that you trust. And, you know, if that happens to me, be me, great. You know, I work with people all around the world who have been told these messages, who are confused, who are lost. And it's very aggravating. And that's why I'm making this podcast right now is because I don't want you to feel confused. I don't want you to have a bad low back any longer. I don't want you to feel like it's bad. I don't want you to feel like it's weak. I don't want you to feel like it's painful. I want to remove these narratives give you the strength and the confidence that you're looking for because we need to empower people with our language. We need to empower people with movements. We don't need to segment their bodies and cause them to worry about things that are not the problem. So I hope that you learned something from this podcast today. If you did, if you enjoyed it, please rate, review, subscribe if you feel as though I deserve it. And please share this with someone who might be receiving this segmented approach so that they can get the help that they deserve. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic day.